it is Christ in you, the hope of glory. This was revealed because of Pentecost. And this was revealed. The prophets looked for this promise. Matthew tells us that when the Spirit of God would not just dwell among them, but in them. Many didn't have faith that Jesus was who he said he was and that he was the Savior. And they hardened his heart and did not receive the promise or Christ, which is our hope of glory. And Joel said once again, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh that will accept it. John 14 and 23, Jesus said, if any man loves me, he will keep my words and my father will love him and we will come unto him and make our abode with him, in him. We're never alone, never alone, never alone. We're never alone. This, in that complete chapter, go and read the complete chapter of St. John 14, and you're going to see some, su such richness there. I'm telling you, I admonish everybody to get into the Word. And I know there's not a big crowd here this Sunday, so many people's off celebrating, and that's fine. But what I got from studying, it was for me. And I just hope you get something from it. God is so good to us. In John 4, 1 John 4 and 13, Hereby know we that we dwell in him, God, and he dwells in us. He dwells in us because he has given of his spirit to dwell in us. Why Pentecost? Why? The pouring out of his spirit. Up until Pentecost, he only dwelled in your midst. Why Pentecost? He said, go back and tarry. Until you receive the power from on high, the comforter, and I will dwell in you. It's no longer some just in our midst, but it can dwell in us. There are many answers to that. But to me, what got my attention the most when I started in beginning to study this, I'm going to take you all the way back to Genesis. In Genesis, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. He could cover each, we could cover each day. But if you'll read that, at, at the end of each thing that he created, he said, and it was good. It was good. And then at the very end, he says, it was very good. It was very good. Because at that time, he dwelt in the mist. He walked in the garden. Sister Butler, he walked right beside him every day. Adam and Eve had the opportunity in the cool of the day. To walk and talk and speak with God. We have that opportunity every day. We have it now. And that was in the beginning. That's what happened. And he said it wasn't everything. If you really read that, you notice he said everything. He said it's good, it's good, it's good. And then one thing he said wasn't good. What was it that was not good? That man should live alone. And that's when he created Eve and from the dust of the earth. And, and they became a living soul when he breathed into them the breath of life. Why Pentecost, the breath of life came into me. Why Pentecost? Mm -hmm. Everything was good. But he wanted to, draw, I want to draw your attention to, to chapter 3 in that. After creation of man and woman, he would walk with them in the garden. That was their fellowship with him. But in verse... But verses later, we find that they was deceived by Satan. 
and, and they fell, and he put them out of the garden. No longer could they walk in that garden in the cool of the day and hear the leaves rustling and knowing that Jesus was coming in or the Lord was coming in and I'm going to have fellowship with my God today. I'm going to fellowship with him. And that was all stopped. And, all, and so he put them out of the garden. And many prophets talked about that. But for me, one of the greatest things, the perfect lamb that came. He prophesied that that a lamb, the perfect lamb. Back then, God took goat, uh, he took skins and made them garments to cover themselves because up to that time, they didn't even realize they was naked. There was no shame. There was no, nothing like that until that time. But then he, co- he covered them with skins of animals. And, but the perfect lamb come to cover me. And that was Jesus Christ when he came and he died on the cross for me. It had been, it had been a little over 4,000 years from the time that God walked in the garden and having fellowship with his creation until the day of Pentecost. A little over 4,000 years. After the Holy Ghost fell, once again, the spirit of our creator can walk and talk with us. Why Pentecost? He wanted that communication with us that he had in the beginning. That we can have the fellowship with. His spirit is willing to be poured out upon all flesh, but it is up to us as individuals to believe it. Ephesians 15 and 18 tells about that. Be you filled with the spirit. Who would not want to have the spirit living in you? To be able to go into the secret place of God. Everybody read Psalms 91 and study it out and see what the secret place of God is. Why does Brother Sharon preach on prayer is so important? That's your secret place. That's your secret place with God. And we that have been filled with the Spirit, why not walk and talk with Him? And that's where we do it in our secret place. And we don't have to shut ourselves in a closet, but that's our secret place with God. Such fellowship divine, just to know that he, I am his and he is mine. Oh, so many times when I come to pray at the church, I can't help it. I get on the piano, I just pick at it. But I sing, I come to the garden alone. While the dew is still on the roses and the joy I share as we tarry there, none other can ever know. Because that's my secret place with God. We've each one got a secret place with God. And we can dwell in that presence. Why Pentecost? I'm going to dwell with God in my secret place. And we have to be careful. Just like in the Garden of Eden, Brother Sharon. Sometimes Satan wants to enter our secret place. And he wants to get in our garden. And he wants to mess it all up. But we have to be rooted and grounded in the Word. And he's not going to take advantage of that. All the benefits of believing that we can walk with him. One of the most powerful tools of Christianity is prayer. Our commitment with God. To, you know, when he told the disciples, he told them to go back and tarry till I, you're endued with power from on high. He told the disciples to go find an upper room. And in this upper room, and I was telling the Sunday school class the other day, I said that upper room was usually a chamber for guests. And they went in there, and that's where the, the power came down, in a guest room. 
make your heart room for Jesus, but don't let it just be a guest room. Let it be where he dwells all the time, that he is, he's there all the time. And uh, the pressures of today can build up and activate us if we will only, only let him walk with us every day and his spirit dwell in us, that we can know. But that's why Pentecost, God wanted once again. Yes, I love the speaking in tongues and I love the shouting because that was a sign that everybody heard what was going on the, the, that day. But the real reason for Pentecost I'm going to come and live in you. If you will let me, I will walk with you. I will talk with you. I will be your comforter. I will be your counselor. I will be your burden barrier. How many times has he took a burden for you? He put those stripes on his back for our healing. But the most important thing was when he came and he said, I'm going to dwell in you. And on the back of this, you can read, there's a little, why Pentecost? God's presence is real, full of love, complete, and transformational. It takes what was broken and brings healing. How many of you have been broken? I've been broken. But because of Pentecost and him sending me the comforter, I found healing. It takes what was lost and it guides us to its rightful place. How many of you have strayed? How many of you had thoughts you didn't need to have? Or you, you just got a little lax in what you were doing? That's what the Spirit can do. It can bring you back. Why Pentecost? It brings you back to your rightful place in the Father, just like it did the prodigal son. It satisfies the weary, brings light to darkness. Hallelujah. And pours out the refreshing rain of God's love on the driest and deepest parts of your soul. Sometimes you can get so dry in your spirit, but all you've got to do is activate the comforter. And you do that through talking to him, through communicating with him. And, you know, some days I'll get busy, and I'll read some more of this maybe, but some days I get busy and, and maybe I feel like I want to sing. And I'll go around the house and I'll get on my piano and I'll sing. And I'll sing for a while. And then I'm going to study the Word and I get into the Word. And all of that's good. All of that is so good because it's refreshing to the soul. And I start doing that and I study the Word. But I said, you know what? The most important thing, I've got to find an altar. I've got to get in that secret place that God has allowed me because of Pentecost. That I can get into that secret place with Him. And that's where my refreshing can come from. So many times we put programs and we put other things ahead of what he really wants from us. Just, just like Mary and Martha was, and Martha was cooking, and she, she was doing good. She was doing good. But Mary went and sat at his feet, and Martha was a little, uh, didn't understand that, said, why don't she help me? And she, he said, but Mary's chosen the good thing. It's time that we get such a relationship, and God help me to be to get that too, that my relationship to you cannot survive without going to you and communicating with you in prayer. The lack of communication and speculation is the enemy of all of us. If you try to speculate what somebody's thinking, you don't know what they're thinking. You try to speculate this or speculate that, and you don't communicate 
you, they don't know what you're thinking. So, but that's the way with God. Communicate with God. I'm telling you, you can be troubled about something. I'm living proof. You can be so troubled about something, and you can start communicating with God. Talk to God. And he may not come down in an audible voice, and then he may. But there's a thing about it. He will lead you to a scripture. Why Pentecost? Because I can commune with God. I can talk to him. I can know that he is my shepherd and that I don't have to go through anybody else. Yes, if I'm sick, I'm going to call for the elders of the church to pray for me because that's word. That's what his word says. I'm going to be with my brothers and sisters in fellowship. That's what the word says. But the most important person for us to be in fellowship with is with God. Communicate with God. Why Pentecost? Because God came down and he said, I'm going to dwell in you. He longs to make the reality of his presence known to you. He longs. When he stood at Jerusalem, he said, oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, how many, how would I gather you like a hen would gather her brood and put him under the wings? And there again in Psalms 91, he shelters us under his wings. That's what he wants to do with us, with the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost wants to gather us. It wants that spirit that dwells in us. He wants to keep us and protect us. You were created to encounter God. And you will never be satisfied until you continually continually live in the spirit for which he created you for. There's always an empty void in our heart. Somebody, why do you think? I worked for 20-something years with people in addictions. They were empty. They were searching for something to fill a void. They were searching for something to fill a void. And that's the reason in the Old Testament they never could keep the commandments. They never could follow the rules and the regulations because they were rules and regulations. But after Pentecost, and he said, I will dwell. If you will allow me, I will dwell in you. I will give you power to overcome these things. But we have to allow him to work in us and it be activated experience for what you were created allow your desires to be stirred up to the encountering the living god this week please by studying by praying and say god what do you want me to do when i said something the other day i told marty i said son every day i pray god lead me in your will let me be willing let me be willing when you show me something to do it and i think he might have thought well i was looking for some new strange thing i said he said, Mom, everything that we want's already here. It's already here. And I said, no, I just want to be willing to obey it. It's already here. Why Pentecost? He wants to dwell in you, to take you out of darkness into this marvelous light that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. And there's no other way. There's no other plan of salvation than that that he told us about, and that's his death his burial, and his resurrection. And if we believe that, then we can accept why Pentecost. Let the Spirit of God come on you. Let him be your comforter. Because I guarantee you that when you're in trouble, you let him guide you. And you're going to be where you need to be. You're going to have fellowship. Oh, what fellowship to bind that I am his and he is mine. And never forget, he knows your name. I love that song, Sister Shea. He knows my name. He knows my name. And it says, and he walks with me and he talks with me. He knows my name. He knows your name. 
God is no respect of person. All he says, accept me, accept me. Why Pentecost? God living in me and living in you if we'll accept it. Thank you. Man, thank you, Lord. How many of you are thankful for Pentecost?